Hi, I'm Garrett Hill, and you're listening to Life Students Podcast. Here we develop young leaders and guide them to their purpose. Life Students Podcast was formed out of a need for connection in a world saturated with negative content. It is our goal to create a safe place for young people to both have fun and hear the voice of God. Whether you are a member of Life Students or you just found this podcast, we hope that this encourages and empowers you to move forward with your walk with God. Hi, and welcome to episode 13 of Life Students Podcast. Today, I will be hosting with Bradley Wade. Uh, You've never heard him before, I'm sure. Uh, He was actually in our uh, first, very first episode that we posted. Uh, He's going to be co-hosting with me today. So how are you doing, Bradley? Man, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good. Fighting, fighting crime, you know? Fighting crime. Yeah. Kicking. Kicking the Rona. Kicking the Rona out. Told Rona to get out of the house. Get out of the house, you know. Uh, we are glad that you're doing a lot better, though. You know, um, I heard it's pretty. I heard, I heard. I mean, I heard it's bad, but it's not as bad. I don't know what to believe anymore because, like, one person's like, "Oh, I didn't do nothing," and then the other person's like, "I was in the hospital for 13 days." <laughs> like, there's no in between. It's either it's awful or it's not too bad. Yeah, it's uh, I will say it was a terrible experience. I didn't, I did not like it. So was it? What would you compare it to? I would compare the best comparison somewhere between the common cold and the flu. Um, yes, and then um, echoed by like a uh, dizziness and uh, fatigue and feeling tired the whole time. Oh yeah. And then having random parts of your body hurt, like, for no reason. Like, backaches. Like, so I feel you, like a 40-year-old man. <laughs> so you just feel like you're getting old? Yeah, pretty oh, much. Gosh. Well, I don't I don't want to get it because I don't want to miss work. <laughs> uh, or get Morgan sick or anything. So, um, but anyways, uh, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and jump into it. Oh, by the way, if you haven't already, before I even get started... Pause this podcast, go to Spotify or Anchor or wherever you listen to podcasts and go find Cindy Fish's podcast. Yeah, it is at his feet with Cindy Fish. Uh, So make sure that you guys go check that out. uh, I think she said that she's going to be posting uh, every other Thursday or so. She just posted this past Thursday. So and it was amazing. It was super good, super well put together. Um and she has actually, she actually has a really good podcast, pod, bleh, podcast voice, and I can't even say words right, you know. Yeah. And she did really, really well. So. Um, I think that's the most I ever heard Cindy you know, talk. Period. I know that was like thirty-eight. It was it was like thirty-eight minutes of, of her talking. But it was like pure knowledge just although, coming out of her. Although I will say, whenever like we go over to her house to eat or something, you know, um, not that she's a chatterbox or anything, but she will talk, you know, um, which is great. Um, She's actually, she's got a lot of wisdom to share, um, really, really got a lot to share, a lot of life experiences and everything. It's always a pleasure to be able to talk with um, Taylor and Cindy. So um, maybe one day we'll try to steal her from her podcast and put her on our podcast for something, you know, do some kind of interview with her or something. We've been trying to get Taylor on here, but he just... He just don't want to be in it. Yeah. He's too, he's <laughs> like I'll, <laughs> I'll schedule something. And then like, there was like two podcasts in a row where I was like, 
Next week, we are having the evangelist, the apostle, Winston Taylor Fish. And like, <laughs> and then I remember coming back that, that next week and then I'd be like, yeah, it's just me. <laughs> you know, it, sorry guys, it's, you're stuck with me today. But um, no, they're such a great family and I love being able to spend time with them whenever they're in town. So, but anyway, I've, I've been talking enough. Uh, we'll go ahead and jump into the podcast today. So today we're talking about idols. You know, a lot of people don't really know what an idol is, you know. Um, but an idol is something that you worship almost, you know. Um, like it's, it's, a, it's a thing that you basically put before God and that, become, that makes it an idol. So uh, we're going to be talking about that, a little bit about that today. So we're going to start off with, with creation, you know. We as humans, we were created, you know, because God wanted someone to worship him, you know, because angels, they're, they're programmed to worship God. You know, they, they literally like worship God all the time and that's what they're programmed to do. But God created us humans to have a free will so that we, we can choose to worship him, which has, has its own downfall because there's some people that choose not to worship him. He loves, he loves the sinners. He loves the people that do not worship him. But God really appreciates it whenever we do worship him. You know, and he rewards us and he blesses the people that do worship him. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I was listening to a preaching by uh, Brother Mark Morgan, and he was talking about the uh, missing element. And it talked about how in, in heaven, you know, Lucifer was the... Uh, was the uh, worshiping angel. You know, a lot of people, they said that in his voice he would speak, and it was like a, like organs, and it was um, amazing. And so he's like the missing element in heaven when he was kicked out of heaven. And so who is to fulfill that role? And I believe that God has called us to that role, to, to chase after God and praise and worship and be that missing element. Yeah. We, we are supposed to worship him. Our lives are supposed to be worshiped to him. You know, if you're not living a life of worship, then you're not really, you're not fulfilling, you're not fulfilling your purpose on earth, you know, because our purpose is to worship, you know, our purpose is to do that, you know, but like, I mean, you're not going to be, I say this all the time and I kind of get cliche about it, but it is what it is. You can't speak in tongues and order a Big Mac. You know, you have to, there, there's a way to, there's a way to live a life of worship and still live a life. You know, you can't, you cannot be too spiritually good that you're not any earthly good. You know, in Matthew chapter six, verse 24, it says, no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. That's the ESV version. It's the it's the kind of it's it's the Bible for the people that you know can read easy stuff, but not hard stuff, but not too hard stuff. You know, it's a little bit easier to read. Um, but the Bible says that we can't serve two masters. You know, we either 
despise one and love the other, or we hate one and we like the other one, you know. So whenever we have anything that takes the place of God, have anything that takes the place of, of the role of God in our lives, we always hate the other thing, you know. If you, if you loved God, then you would hate the world. But if you love the world, then you hate God. That's what Scripture is saying right here. You know, and Scripture is always right. I've never seen it wrong in, yeah. any, in any portion. So, Yes, sir. I, I completely agree with you. Um, you know, you yourself can make anything an idol. Yep. Not, it, may, it may not be on purpose, but that's why you've got to serve God with a purpose. Right. Because if yeah. you don't serve God with a purpose, you'll get out of purpose. And I know that sometimes that kind of, that can be kind of cliche sounding, but if you don't serve God with purpose, with everything inside of you, he's got to be your number one God. Mm-hmm. You know, and if he's not number one, then... Something else is number one. Yes, sir. So, well, I mean, it just depends on whatever you're making number one. Speaking of number one, do you know what the number ones are the first... Um, commandment of the Ten Commandments is? Do you remember? Not right off the bat. Okay, so yes. it is you shall not have no other or hang on, you shall not have no other God before me. I probably just butchered that, but that's pretty close to how it said it in the Bible. Sound, sounded good. Ta-ta. Um, but you cannot have any other God before him. Our God is a jealous God. You know, and whenever he he is so serious about idolatry that he made the very first commandment of the Ten Commandments about idolatry. That's how serious he takes idolatry. You know, whenever we make something and in literally anything can be an idol. You know, your video games can be an idol, your social media can be an an idol, your books can be an idol, your schoolwork can be an idol, your work can be an idol your job can be an idol your spouse or your boyfriend can be an idol anything that takes the time away from god becomes the idol in your world and anything that is in the world that becomes an idol just like we were talking about a second ago you cannot serve two masters and if the scripture is correct if you spend more time on social media than you do with god then then the bible says that you hate god if we're not, I mean, if we're interpreting the scripture correctly, because you can only serve one master, you cannot serve two. You either love one and despise the other. Yes, sir. Yeah, either you love one or despise the other. And it's a, it's a scary thought to think about, but when it comes down to it, like I said earlier, when you get on purpose about it, you can, you can make it happen. Yeah. You know, uh, in the Bible, it talks about leprosy. And it says that uh, it talks about people that were put outside the camp and there was never some, there's in the whole instance of me reading about leprosy or anybody in the Bible, there was nobody that says they were kind of sick. Either they were sick or they weren't sick. Either they were clean or they were unclean. And so when it comes down to that, there is no, uh, there is no putting God uh, halfway there. You can't be halfway in the world and halfway with God. You can't yep. be, I, I like God, but I want to hold on, hold the hand of this world. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you it, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. You can't, you can't be a double agent. You know, you can't be a turncoat. You can't 
bit you can't work you can't live with the enemy Monday through Tuesday and then live for God Wednesday and Sunday and then go back to living for the living for the enemy Thursday through Saturday you know you become a slave to sin you know you you become a slave to that idol you know the 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 idol that you set in your life you know whatever it may be you become a slave to it you know you it and it's hard and it's hard to break away from it because it's almost like an addiction you know you you know that it's there you know that uh you know where it's at in your world and you go back to it every day you know you can't be away from it that 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 means that's an idol in your world how much further in God would we be if we just couldn't get away from God? You know, yeah. we like you could literally try to get away from God and you still can't get away from it. You still can't get away from the calling. You still can't get away from the word. You still can't get away from prayer. That's a great place to be. You know, that is an awesome place to be as close to God as you can and to be with God and to, uh, operate in what he has called us to do and operate in what he's called us to be. Yes, sir. You know, it, you bring up some excellent points, Garrett, right Thank there. You. It's, uh, Thank you. It's, um, it's all about selling out to God. That's what yep. it's all about. You know, a lot of y'all, we you know we're dealing with this quarantine stuff and that's not no secret. It's all across the whole world. You know, it's not just a section of the world. No, this is but you're one on one with God, and some of y'all are dealing with frustrations that you didn't think. You don't understand why you're dealing with the frustrations. Well, you're, it's because you're trying to hold the hand of God at the same time, sitting in the lap of the devil. Yep. And um, I'm telling you, and once you can go ahead and get out of that. Get out of that habit. Get out of that lifestyle. Get out of that addiction. Get out of that mindset that says, I'm going to always be back here. I'll always be back where uh, where I used to be. But you say, no, I'm that's that's behind me. That's my past. Yeah. And my my one true God, my real master is the uh, is the alpha and the omega. It's mm-hmm. Jesus Christ himself. Yep. You know, there was a there was a friend of mine. um He's not in church anymore, but he was a really good friend of mine. And he idolized his past. He literally made his past his idol. And if you do that, that is a da- that's dangerous. Because if you're idolizing your past, then you're already looking to the past. And you're like, wow, that was fun. You know, he would always talk about how much fun it was to be in, the, like, to in, in sin and everything. And I'm like, dude, you were holy, sanctified, and... You were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. You received a gift of the Holy Ghost. Why are you looking back? <laughs> you know, the best thing that's ever happened to you just happened to you. Not not a year ago, not two years ago. Those those were the things that God was that God put you through to make you a stronger person, but God ultimately improved you whenever he filled you with the Holy Ghost. He gave you power over that. He gave you power over that for other people because there's other people that went through that with you and now you can help those people. But he was too stuck on looking at his past and I he he literally idolized his past. Every time I would be around him, he'd talk about it. He'd talk about the the things he used to do and everything. 
that's something that I don't get is whenever somebody that's been in the church, they've been in the church for maybe a year or two years or something like that, and they talk about the glory. They talk about it like it's the glory days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that that really just makes me mad, you know, because those aren't the glory days. The glory days began when you began coming to church, whenever you began living for God. Yeah. Because that's whenever you were glory-filled. God filled you with his glory. You don't need to be looking in the past at the quote-unquote glory days because those are awful days. Yes. You know why? Because those were the days you were not living for God. You know, that is your past. Your past can be used. Your past can be beneficial to you, but it's not beneficial if you look at it as quote-unquote the glory days. Yeah. Those so, are your death days. Yeah. You know, it, you... You were literally, you were lost. You know, there's nothing glorifiable about being lost. Why would you idolize being lost? You know, you know, I'll, I'll let you know this, that an idol does not have to be a God for you to make it one. Yes, sir. You know, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be ball. From the Bible, from the from the Bible, from the Bible, you know, it doesn't have to be Magdal. It doesn't have to be um, one of the Greek gods. It doesn't have to be one of those quote unquote gods. Like it doesn't have to have a god title, you know, for you to make it an a god in your world. Anything that is an idol is a god in your world. Anything that takes the time away from God is an idol. Is your god in your world? An idol is something that I would say is always man-made. And so what do you have your hands on? What do you have your hands involved with? Yeah. Are you involved with school more than you are altar work? Are you involved with with uh, work than more than you're involved with outreach? Hey, I another mean, one, sports. Sports. Are, are you That's know, a big one. You know, and I actually remember being 15 years old, and I was left with some big decisions in my life. I was uh, going into high school. And I was wanting to go. Uh, I was loved football so much, Gary. I loved it with everything in me. And I remember praying and asking God, God, is it your will? You know. And I had people try telling me that I couldn't play football, and but yet, and uh, keep God as my main source, as my God. And I was wanting to prove them wrong. I said, you know what? Other people served, you know, played football, and but yet served God at the same time. Yeah. But. I, I remember it was it's such a crystal clear memory as I walked in and I went to all the two a day practices. It was the week before the big game. And while I'm walking in to get my physical to my uh athletic director, my coach the athletic director looks at me and says, I'm so glad you're you're choosing to play football here. I was like, Yeah, thank you. You know, I'm real excited about the opportunity. and they says, Yeah. And Little does that person has no clue that I was just praying. I prayed before I walked in. I said, God, is this really going to be an aisle? And when I walked in, I remember uh, it was, her name was Mrs. Olds. She says, she told me, she said, you know, football's kind of like a religion. She says, you have to worship it to be in it. Hmm. And when I was in that, <laughs> I, so I was. You're like, give me them papers back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I walked out of there and I was like, why'd she have to say that? 
Yeah. But it was completely. It was God waking me up. It was a. It was like a God moment. Yeah. When it was. It was pretty incredible. But God was sitting there saying, "You know, Bradley, I know you can be pretty good at sports, but I want to see what you can do in my kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you can be good at football. I. But you. You think you can be effective in any way you want to be. But I dare you to go ahead and let me be the master of this. Yep. And by accident, just a passion of mine. I loved football. Football was was my God back mm-hmm. in in uh eighth grade and a seventh lot of people grade. make it that way you know you know what i think is crazy is that people can like memorize the team players what their position is uh who played what year and how long they've been and how many rings they got or whatever for super bowl rings and stuff but they can't quote acts 238 correctly yeah that's a sign of an idol when you can when you can quote who uh who fought who in UFC if you can quote who played who in baseball in 1989 or whenever you know even i quote every year every game like which season whatever who won the super bowl who, who won who won, who won the super bowl you know who 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 can kick the ball the hardest who can kick the ball the furthest how many running yards they've got but you can't even quote Matthew 28:19 where it says, "Go into the world, teaching all nations, baptizing them in the Father, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost." You know the Great Commission. Don't even know what the Great Commission is. Yes, sir. But you know who all the players are. You know who Sammy teams. Sosa is. If I was to name that off, I don't even know who that is, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. Like, I don't. I don't get it. I don't make it. An, I don't make it my idol. You know. I think sports is cool. I think it is awesome that somebody can do stuff like that and and like t- the the teamwork, the everything like that plays into those games. I think that's amazing. You, you know, know what? And uh that mindset right there is kind of why I believe I'm still in church the way I am yeah. and how passionate I am. Because whenever I came to whenever I came to God and God called me from football, God asked me to lay it down. Mm-hmm. My mindset was I would come home from school and um, I would come home from school instead of spending uh, two hours at football practice, I was going to invest inside the kingdom of God somehow yeah. in some way. My Friday nights, you know, I wasn't out in the field on my Friday nights. I was out having prayer meetings. Yep. That was my Friday nights involved with. Yeah. Whatever you, whatever you give your attention to, you're giving authority over your world. You know, if you give it to sports, you're giving it authority over your world. If you're giving it to video games, you're giving it authority over your world. If you're giving it to anything in this world, could be a God, could be a God that you made a God in your world. But whatever you do that you give attention to, you're giving it authority over you. Would you want football to have authority over you? No, sir. Would you want video games to have an authority over you? Definitely not. Yeah, I mean, and another thing, I it was at homecoming one year. I remember Bishop teaching. He was teaching about spirits, and he said, "When you give a spirit attention, you're giving it authority." So whenever a spirit comes into your world and you give that thing attention, like fear, if you give fear attention, you're giving it authority over your world, and it's going to take over your world. I. I, for one, whenever I was a young person, I lived in fear. Literally, I lived in fear. 
um, it was in an un, it was an unintentional idol in my world. You know, I didn't I didn't idolize it, but it became something that I gave so much attention to that I didn't give God attention. Yeah, and I've seen so many an students. unintentional idol. I've seen so many students give, give attention and give authority. And I've seen even seen parents mm-hmm. give attention and give authority over things. Yep. You know, you try you try to get them to do something. All they could talk about, no, I've got I've got fear. To, I'm too scared to do that. You know, fear is an unintentional idol. Yes, sir. And it it, it comes down to what are you looking at? Mm-hmm. What are you giving attention to? What do you have your hands on? You have your hands in this world more than you do with God. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like whenever I was, I would literally be so scared. I could not sleep in a room that was dark. That it was that kind of scary. Like not scared to do stuff, but just scared of everything. Anything dark. I, don't, I was scared of the dark. I will admit I was scared of the dark at 16 years old, but I would literally see stuff. Like see spirits in my room, that that don't make you scared, <laughs> you know. But I was unintentionally giving those spirits attention instead of God. You know, I I easily could have turned around and said, God, I pray that you move, pray that you do this, pray that you know, start praying the spirit out, and then boom, God would have the attention. But the devil knew in that time that he, if he could just keep my attention on being afraid then he would keep me trapped in in idolism you know i i'll admit it was an idol because i gave it attention instead of god you know so you've got to be careful on what you give attention to on what you even if it's unintentional then you will give you still give it attention so uh bradley is there anything that you'd like to add in real quick before we close this out I just, I just want to say, uh, any young person, any person that's listening to this, just fall in love with Jesus all over again. Yeah. I know during this whole quarantine thing, I've had to do it. You know, I got... Well, I got, it's tough. I mean, because we've got wandering minds, you yeah. know? We've got time to think, and that's a bad thing. <laughs> yes, sir. You know? <laughs> but Maybe if you give that in, time to God, then that's a good thing. Yes, sir. And maybe you're listening to this podcast and you feel like you've given too much to other things. You've given too much to other gods. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says that his mercy is renewed every morning. So I want to encourage somebody. That's just the last little bit of a thought I have for y'all is to tell y'all, get out of your mess. Get away from your idols. Throw it to the side. And... Get to the glory of God. Get to where God wants you to be. And when you get back, when you get back to the purpose of God, <laughs> you'll get back to the will of God. Yep. That's all I've got to say. Yep. So, all right, Bradley, well, thank you for coming in uh, tonight. You know, this journey uh, to come here was, I know, really heavy and hard. Um, you know, had to walk up uphill both ways type of deal, you know. Yeah. Tell, tell them old, old old folks always say like, bro, like I brought a potato talk, with me like, bro, <laughs> for war. Like they said back in my day, <laughs> like when you st- when they started off that way, you know that it's gonna be like, yeah, we walked we walked uphill both ways in the snow. 
in Southeast Texas and we were building a Chevy engine by the age of 12. Yeah. Type of stuff like that, you know. Anyway, I'm rambling and I'm not a funny guy. Um, <laughs> I think you're funny. Oh, thanks. I am my favorite comedian, but I'm not a funny guy. Ask my uh, wife. <laughs> <laughs> I asked my wife. But anyways, uh, we will see you guys next time. Make sure you all go check out Cindy's new podcast. Again, that is At His Feet by Cindy Fish. She is on Spotify and Anchor right now. Um, I believe that she is working on getting an Apple podcast. Uh, I may help her with that if she does a podcast with, uh, with me or somebody. Does a podcast with us uh, for you guys. But anyways... Love you guys, and keep listening to us wherever you listen to podcasts.